you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Almost here. There is a slate of games, some would call huge, coming up. Three massive games of primetime starting on Saturday. Steelers, Ravens first, Texans, Colts. And on Sunday night, game 272, depending on how everything else shakes out, has about 17 different meetings or permutations, Bills, Dolphins. For ways to watch, go to NFL.com slash schedule. Welcome to our fireside chats called Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. You could roast some beef jerky right over that fire mm-hmm. right there. We're live today at NFL Films in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. It's Friday, January 5th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, mm-hmm. Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. How you guys feel on your couch over there? I feel excellent. This fire feels really good. Yep. I'm usually freezing in the studio, so yep. this is a great spot for me. Peter, which of your uh, preseason predictions belong in that fire? Mm-hmm. Like, which oh. one should you tear up? How about me? the fact I said the Ravens wouldn't make the playoffs? Do you want to put that in the fire? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I left them oh. out of my playoff picture. Yeah. What do you got, Jay? Do you remember one that was one like that you regret you could have back? Yeah. Miami, I didn't have in a playoff. The show didn't have it. None, None of us had Miami in the playoffs. Yeah. None of us had Miami in the playoffs. Jamie is yeah. one that you you're like toss it in there. Um, probably the Commanders being in. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Kyle, you had the Bears winning the. I had the Bears North. winning the North. Yeah, yeah that yeah. didn't happen. They yeah. look really good. Yeah. I had Aaron Rodgers win an MVP. But four snaps. See you yeah. later. So there's a couple that belong yeah. in there, but yeah. we're doing all right. The way you delivered that though was epic. You turned all the lights off in the studio. Darkness what retreat. Fun, darkness Thank retreat. Yeah. Um, plays. What's shocking <laughs> is I had the Falcons win the NFC South half of the season. I was like, that was a bust. Maybe not this Maybe. weekend. It can yeah. still Same happen. Year. Let's play a round of three and out. Oh, okay. This Sunday, it's another win and end game for the mm. Packers, but the Bears are coming to town. What would be a bigger deal, though? Is it Justin Fields going to Green Bay and pulling out this win or mm-hmm. another Week 18 loss that it would eliminate the Packers from the postseason? I think it's different for the Packers, and you guys are all going to weigh in on this. I think it's different for the Packers because it's a different quarterback. This mm. is the first time that Jordan Love's going to be the guy. That Rodgers loss was epic. He was so confident that they were going to make their playoff run. He was so... And then it just ended. And that was the last time he's walking off with Randall Cobb. I feel like if the Packers somehow lose this game, it's about Fields. It's not about the Packers because that was Jordan Love's first big winning in moment. Fields winning. If you're a Bears fan, you got to be like, this dude just rattled off those wins at the end of the season, went into Lambeau, the arch nemesis, and he beat them and, sh- and shattered their postseason hopes. I think it's a positive story. I think it's about Fields. I know there's a big what if, and Packers fans watching are like, guys, what if we just win? Yeah, I know. You should. You're at home against a team that is going nowhere and has a number one overall pick. You should win. And yet, I can't say confidently that you are. Justin Fields would be the story if they got a way to win this game. I'm, I'm right with you. I think it is Justin Fields. I think you look at these two teams, and to your point, Jordan Love, the Green Bay Packers. For the Packers, they feel like they've found a quarterback. If they lose this game, there's no question marks. Jordan Love is going to be the quarterback moving forward. 
for Fields, if they lose this game and he doesn't perform well, our entire offseason is going to be discussing what the Bears do with that first overall pick. But if he plays well, we're still going to be discussing what the Bears <laughs> do with that first overall pick. So I just think so much is in limbo with his performance. And the Bears overall, Jalen Johnson's on that team, Justin Jones on the front on defense. There's so many guys. And I think for Fields, he said it when we talked to him, this conversation has gone on the entire time he's been a Chicago Bear. Is, is he the quarterback of the future? It's never been a point where they felt confident. So I think this one, it all comes down to Justin Fields and his play. That I agree with you guys. It's Justin Fields, but I'll make the case for Jordan Love. Yeah. Imagine year one, not only does he get to the playoffs, he does the exact thing that Rodgers couldn't, couldn't do. do in the last week. It's a great look for him. It's a great look for Lafleur. If they don't get in, hey, well, they still look really good. But Love is playing significantly better than Rodgers was at this time of year. And maybe Rodgers was hurt the thumb, blah, blah, blah. If you get in and you're like, no, no, no. Year one, year one playoffs, year one, the big win at Lambeau, year one, the big 18 week. It's a great look for Love. I think it's much bigger for Justin Fields and mm -hmm. the Bears, mm -hmm. but the case for Love is there too. And we should not undersell how good he has been and how the Packers been in the playoffs is a really cool thing. Yeah. I think one could argue that Jordan Love has also heard the noise about is he the quarterback mm -hmm. of the future for his franchise in the time that he has been with the Green Bay Packers. He just wasn't playing while it was happening. It was the complete undertone from the second he was drafted. You oftentimes call it the weirdest draft pick of all time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that where it was situated and how Rodgers was playing at the time. And now they are seemingly friendly, but I would think Jordan Love has so much to prove. And to your point, to put the stamp on it, like I did the exact opposite thing that your guy that you wanted for so many years did last year, it'd be a pretty nice can, way. Can I put up a quick scenario here for you? If the, if the Packers win yeah. and the Rams lose, Packers go to Detroit mm -hmm. as a 6-3. They blew out the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. And then now you got this momentum. Yeah. If the Packers win and the Rams win, well, then they go to Dallas and you got Packers Cowboys, mm. an old time classic. Yeah. It's pretty good. That is really good. Next up, it's the final game of the regular season. And an AFC East title is on the line. Bills Dolphins, primetime Sunday night. What does this one mean for Josh Allen and Peter, his legacy? Yeah, we say it with, with, with kind of sarcasm because we talk about legacy talk and what does it mean? And Josh Allen's going to play for another five, six, seven, eight. How many years? Are we ever going to really like focus in on that year? Josh Allen hasn't won a ton of big games. He hasn't. And in this case, they're rolling. They're the team. They've got all these wins. This would be a big game. This would be a big game. Look, he's won an arrowhead a couple times. Big games in the regular season. Hasn't won an arrowhead in the playoffs. He's beaten, you know, big opponents on primetime game. Last year, playoffs, Kyle, you were there. Divisional round, home playoff game in the snow against the Bengals. They get blown out. We've made excuses. We've made a lot of reasons why these, these teams come short. 13 seconds. The game in Houston in the playoffs. He was a young guy. This is a playoff game. Everyone's watching. This is one of those where, like, Josh Allen won a huge game. He won the AFC East from coming from literally the 11th seed. They came running from the 11th seed four weeks ago to now being the number two seed. I think it's actually really important for his legacy because if they lose, well, then now we're talking about, you know, some of the great quarterbacks who've had great stats but never have gotten to the big mm. games. You're talking about the Warren Moons. You're talking mm. about the Dan Fouts. You're talking about those type of guys. And if you win and you make this run, you're talking about guys in a different conversation who are still you know, all viewed as Hall of Famers, but Josh Allen in this case, you win this game, you put another big win on your resume. I think it's tricky because if you lose this game, it really hurts for him. If you win, I don't think you get many flowers mm. because you lose a couple weeks from now in the divisional, no one gives a damn that you beat the Dolphins week 18. He's got a burden on him that is way bigger than winning the division again. I thought it was really interesting. If they win this game, keep an eye on how they celebrate, especially him. He was talking last year around this time when they won the AFC East again, and he's talking about the T-shirts, and he's like, 
I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I'm kind of getting tired of the t-shirts. <laughs> and he was even saying, like, I came across them in my closet last year. I have a couple of these, like, AFC East champion t-shirts. I was thinking of just throwing them away. Mm. But maybe I should save them for my kids one day. The point is, like, we're past the t-shirts for the Bills. Who cares about another damn t-shirt? AFC East champions, good for you. What do you do after that? So if they win this game and they're AFC champs again, I want to see how especially the elder statesmen and the Poyers and Hydes and Allens and all those, are they putting on the hats and yeah. freaking out? Are they dancing? Maybe they are. But keep an eye on 17 because I think he's getting sick of the T-shirts. I like that because I remember my first year in New England was the first time I've ever won a division. And I remember getting that hat and T-shirt and coming in the locker room, being fired up. And our offensive coordinator at the time, Josh McDaniels, goes to me, there's another hat and T-shirt that you yeah. get later on in the playoffs that's more important. That's when you win the conference. And we won the AFC championship that's that legit. year and now you're going to the Super Bowl. So to your point, I do think that's great. I think if he loses this game, now we start to question. Say he loses this game and the Bills don't get in. Mm -hmm. Now we're starting to question the Sean McDermott, yep, the Bills franchise, definitely. the yeah. future of it, where the last few weeks we haven't talked about where a few weeks before that, before they went on the run, that was the big talk. So I think from his legacy standpoint and organizationally, this game has a lot on the line. Gone are the days of the Bills team that we saw in Mixed Bag Trivia yesterday that are elated and celebrating in the locker room because they got in finally yeah. and like, Oh, now they are just like, we're in and we have business to take care of. Mm -hmm. um, the Browns are locked in to the five seed in the AFC with Joe Flacco as their quarterback. They will play the four-seeded AFC South champion, which is still to be decided this weekend. Who would be the biggest challenger, do you think, to Cleveland in the wild card round? Is it the Jaguars, the Colts, or the Texans? Mm -hmm. All up for grabs, Peter. Um, I'll jump in here. I don't. None of them jump out as challenges to oh. me. I like Cleveland so much in this. Listen, whoever gets in, if it's the Colts, sure. If it's the Texans, sure. The Cleveland thing to me is something that we stumbled upon yesterday. And that I, that I, something that I put out there that if the Cleveland Browns win a playoff game, if they win two playoff games, how much does Joe Flacco have to win for us to have a whole conversation about he should be the quarterback for the Browns week one next year? Like, it, I actually think it's like if you get to the AFC title game, I think that you have to start him. I think you have to bring him back, and I think you have to start him. You're paying Deshaun Watson all the money in the world, and I get it, and it's fine, he's there. But how could you look at the team and be like, no, we're going to not only are we going to sit Flacco, I don't even know if we're bringing him back. He won two playoff games. He turned the whole thing around. So the matchup, maybe Houston, because they'll be hot if they get in. I think there's bigger things to play for Cleveland. I find it fascinating because we're saying, all right, whoever wins the AFC South, and I think to a man, all of us sit there and you're like, all right, like Houston, you're trying to make a reason for one of Why the Why is three that, teams. you think? And that was my thing. I played in the AFC South for most of my career, and you look at those teams and it's like no matter what they're always kind of looked at differently and they just haven't performed as well there's no more Peyton Manning but I do think it is Houston I think with CJ Stroud I think the young guns kind of what they're representing if they can get hot they win this game Stroud was injured for a little while he's now back if he can get back to where he was playing where we we're talking about him as a possible MVP of this football season I think Houston could be the ones to kind of shock everybody, especially if they wear those red jerseys. But Come on now. Yeah. It, it's tough in the AFC South because you look at Jacksonville and the way they've been playing, it's so hard to say Jacksonville and the word dangerous in the same breath. And with the Indianapolis Colts, as much as we like Gardner Minshew, I do think there's that possibility where the consistency isn't always there. And I think you're kind of left with process of elimination. Well, yeah, it's the Houston Texans. I like D'Amico Ryans. I like C.J. Stroud. So that's the team I would say out of those three. The, the winner of the AFC South will forever play in what I call the J.J. Watt Classic. That is the 4.30 p.m. Saturday wildcard round game. It's in your building, and the five seed is always going to be favored just because of the way things go and how people watch football. And in this case, it's accurate. Like, J.J. played at 4.30 every single year in a wildcard round. Oh, it was against the Bills. It was against the Raiders. It was against the Bengals twice. 
face. Like that's where we stick the Houston Texans. And I feel like Peter, he's like he's bleeding. Bleeding. He's a lot of eye black and a lot. The first time anyone's seen him all season. Yeah, Cushion for sure is there sometimes. Maybe it's Schaub. Maybe it's T.J. Yates. Maybe it's Deshaun Watson. That 4:30 window on a Saturday. That is the Houston. Remember Texans. when Will Smith used to own the Fourth of July? He's like, "This is my weekend. <laughs> that is this is my movie." The Texans own the Saturday playoff that game. That was it. Card now, they might not get much further, <laughs> but I would be. I know Jacksonville has to just beat a Titans team that's playing for maybe nothing. Mm. Vrabel gets those guys to play. I, yeah. I think the Houston Texans scare me more than the Colts and the Jaguars right now. The way those teams are playing, especially with Lawrence's injury. Yeah, yeah. Going into Houston, that place can rock, and I feel like they've got a great story in D'Amico and Stroud. Yeah. When they when those boys are playing well, like they're as good as anybody. You just had so many flashbacks. Like as a fan, you're like trying to get all the stuff on on Saturday because you know playoff football is coming. Yeah, like, oh no. shoot, that game started, and then you got to turn it on, and JJ Watt's already bleeding. So it's like, He's already bleeding. Yeah. He's bleeding. If right. JJ's watching the show, that was no insult, my friend. No, we you love you. Fought. That's where they would battle every year. That was, that was it. Awesome. Exactly. Ian Rappaport, what's going on? Our NFL Network Insider with us this morning. News uh, heading into week 18, our friend. I feel like as it's always been for the last month or so, it is all about Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars starting quarterback. We think, we still do not know whether or not he's going to be able to play in an all-important week 18 game. Obviously missed last week with that sprained right shoulder, sprained throwing shoulder. Really was not able to throw at all last week has finally started throwing this week. Sounds like at practice yesterday when he threw, it went pretty well. I would say as expected or maybe a little better than expected. And you know if he could possibly get on the field, he is going to be pushing to play. C.J. Beathard is his backup. Played really well last week uh, in place of Trevor Lawrence. But if Lawrence progresses today, I would not be surprised if they say at least he's got a chance to go this weekend. Meanwhile, I would say more optimism, more certainty for Baker Mayfield, the Bucks' starting quarterback. He's dealing with bruised ribs. He was also able to throw yesterday, and according to Dave Canales, his offensive coordinator, did an entire third down period and really ripped it. That is a good sign for Baker. I would expect him, as Todd Bowles has said throughout the course of the week, I would expect him to be able to play this weekend for the Bucs, and they got to win with him out there. Meanwhile, we do have a landing spot for Dalvin Cook. Pretty clear, it did not work out with the New York Jets. Average just three yards per carry, one of the more disappointing free agent situations, free agent contract. He was waived, then he cleared waivers yesterday, and then quickly agreed to sign with the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. We will see what he has left and what the Ravens were able to get out of the former Pro Bowler. All right, very curious destination for uh, Dalvin Cook. Ian, thank you so much. Still to come on Good Morning Football, the CeeDee Lamb experience is rocking in Dallas. Is he the best receiver ever entering the postseason for the Dallas Cowboys? Mm. Mike McCarthy sure thinks so. We're going to hear from him later on. Can't wait to hear from Big Mike. Plus, there are other things on the line this weekend besides the playoffs. Guys, let's talk incentives. I love it when it's like, this guy needs 17 catches for $3 million, and he has it by halftime. We're going to get into it. We need some incentives. Talk about it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
We love the little hidden treasure in the last week of the season where the NFL turns into this game show where you can win cash and prizes. <laughs> what I mean is, so even the teams that are completely out of it, and maybe players you haven't heard from in a while, have incentives in their contracts based on statistical performance. If you hit this many catches, if you make this many sacks, you get huge bonuses, mm -hmm. massive amounts of money. Jason, you have any experience with incentives personally? My la my first year in New England, I ended up taking a pay cut. And then I had a playtime incentive. So it was like 20%. It was this bump. 40%. If you got all the way up to 80%, it was like another million dollars. Yeah. I ended up getting to 79 point no. something percent. We win the Super Bowl. I get money. Yeah! Come on, baby! Like, we're going on a vacation, family. Where oh, you want to so go? Great. And the Millie Millie. Yeah. So I, I got some classic ones we're going to look okay. at. Okay. So let's go back a few years. This is a really good one. Emmanuel Sanders, a colleague. We love this guy. Emmanuel Sanders needs to get 60 catches, mm. and he gets a half a million bucks. And sure enough, Drew Brees is going to find him and watch Emmanuel after the play. This is Saints Panthers. That, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a half million dollar catch. So happy. Hey, man, he's going to get him. All right, let's do another one. Antonio Brown. This is the most infamous one. Shovel. They, Tom Brady just shoveled him. This is my <laughs> quick swing pass. He needed a he needed 45 catches to get a quarter million. Everyone shovel, shovel, <laughs> shovel. It, is Brady a first ballot Hall of Famer for getting guys there in center? Look at these. Look at those shovel. shovel those all go down as receptions. What's yep. the salary cap guy thinking as he's watching this? Salary guy for the Bucks is Mike Greenberg. He loves this stuff. It's fun for him. They were winning. It was the Brady era. It was great. <laughs> all right, so Russell Wilson went one bigger. The Seahawks were supposed to take a knee. He knew David Moore, his receiver, needed one more catch. He changed the play. From taking a knee to that nonsense. And there it is. David Morgan again paid. Think about that. End of the game, kneel down, and someone tells Russ, or maybe he tells Russ, I need one catch. Never mind that. And you know what? Russ was so cool with it, he even told the story after the game. Yeah, we talked about it, and we were going to kneel it, and then we end up changing it. You know, Austin on the sideline and I, we were talking, and we had talked on the sideline earlier about trying to find a way if we can get it done. So, you know, Austin Austin actually had, Say, hey, let's, let's get it done. Let's get it Let's do it right here. So we were kind of looking at each other. Let's get it done here. So then we ended up calling it. And, uh, you know, I, I said, hey, we're gonna, hey, Dave, you're going to get the ball right here. Here we go. Kind of winked at him. And, uh, and uh, so that was pretty cool. It's fun to see Russ happy. Great yeah. looking jacket. Huge incentive. So now we're going to go to this weekend because they're all coming down. Week 18, whether you're in the playoffs or you're on the Panthers, there's money to be made. So we're going to go around the table with some real ones this week. Okay. You guys just call your shot. Okay. Do you think we'll get it? And maybe we'll check in on Monday. Okay. All right, big star, DeAndre Hopkins, mm -hmm. wide receiver. It's Titans, Jags. D-Hop needs seven catches. Seven catches for a quarter mil. He's getting about 4.3 catches per, per game this season, so he'd have to go way above it. Jason, I'll start with you. Does D-Hop get seven catches to get a quarter million in the weekend? He definitely gets seven catches. He's on a team where they're not going to the playoffs. You need things to motivate guys and push them towards things. Part of the offensive plan this week is going to be we got to get DeAndre Hopkins seven catches. So I believe he gets it because of just that. They have nothing else to play for other than spoiler of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But the opponent does. The Jaguars have everything to play for, and he's their best receiver. They could be throwing double teams on him. Andre Sisko could be covering <laughs> him in a big spot. 
I don't think he gets it. I think the Jaguars' defense has to have their best day of the season, and I think he's their best receiver. If he's averaging four a game, I don't suddenly think he's going to get eight. All right. I think he has six by halftime. Mm-hmm. I think it's just mm-hmm. – I think because when you're watching those plays now, with like the shovel and the screen and the outside quick and the flat, I'm like, wait, that looks so easy. Six by halftime, then all he has to do is get one in the second mm. half. I wonder if there's like the hater factor where the defense knows too and they're all over yeah, the That's to just worry about. And Tannehill should be the quarterback. Tannehill got nothing to no. Tannehill's out there on house money. I'm going to be a free agent, baby. aren't playing for something, but the Jaguars are going to be fine. All right, well, this is an interesting one. Vikings sitting there at 7 and 9. Yeah, they're okay. going to the Lions. Alexander Madison, all right? 74 yards rushing Ooh. he needs. 74 yards rushing to get a big, uh, to get uh, 250,000. Okay. Now, no, Ty Chandler's been playing. Yes. Madison has not been. 74 is a tough number. Mm. It's not 26. It's not 190. It's right there in that gray area. Peter, do you think Madison gets 74 against the Lions? Okay, so let's think about this. Kevin O'Connell's been using Ty Chandler yep. a lot. Mm, they got I this sure quarterback has. issue. And now who are they playing? A Detroit team that's yes. probably playing nobody. I say Madison gets it. Okay. Wow. I say Madison gets it. They feed Madison the ball. He gets one big run for like 63 yards. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I think Madison gets it. I'm feeling it hasn't gone great for Minnesota. The fact that even Alexander Madison is is, is struggling to get some plays here. I'm going to say Madison gets it. Jay, I want to ask you, you go into the fourth quarter, Madison hasn't been a big factor. He, he has two carries for eight yards. Yeah. Even still, is it a conversation where you're like, can I get in there and you give me some carries, or is it like, I'm sorry, Alex, this is not happening. Bro, you got eight yards. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> better luck next year. We yeah. can't we can't help you. If you got 72 yards, we get you. Well, come on, go ahead, get in there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm against Trey. Nah, he's not getting 74. He's yeah. only had more than 74 three times this season. This is not a common occurrence for know, him. Man. So I'm going to say Nick. Nick Mullins is going to throw it around the ball. Around the field, yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Nick Mullins is throwing it to four people. You know he's throwing the rock. Damn right. Yeah. Let's look at a team that's not going anywhere. This is my favorite ones. The Giants. All right. Darius Slayton. He's got to get five catches. Five catches. He gets 100 grand. He's only getting 2.8 per game. In this game, do we get Slayton five catches? Jason, you're shrugging already. Playing the Eagles. Yeah, come on. The defense, yeah, he gets the five catches. I'm, I'm going to say Darius Slayton gets that early and often in the game. They're going to find a way. Man to man, he's going to be able to get open. Darius Slayton, they're going to throw him the rock. I'm, I'm rolling. Is this on Brian Dable's agenda for this game? We got to get no. Slayton five damn catches. I'm trying to beat the Eagles. But he's, he got to go holler at the quarterback. Like, yeah, I got, it's just five. I might okay. go a different route here. What do you got? I think this might be Sterling Shepard's last game as a Giant. Sterling, a beloved Giant. Guys yeah. in there, they might want to get Sterling the rock too. And now you also have Wandale Robinson and Jalen Hyatt, two young guys they want to get. I don't know if there's five catches for Darius Slayton. He might need to demand the ball. And you know what? Tyrod's a veteran. He might get it to him. Mm. From a name perspective, I could see it happen for DeAndre Hopkins, just getting it to him often and early, but I can't see it for Darius Slayton. All right. This is a fun one. Clayus Campbell, beloved Walter Payton Man of the Year, a venerable guy. Guy needs two and a half sacks this weekend. But it's for half a million dollars. It is Falcons at Saints. Two and a half sacks. Now, how, how does the sauces get made here, Jay? Say. Because you can't shovel past your way to sacks. Oh, so. But also, look, we've seen Strahan take a dive, Favre take a dive for Strahan. Two and a half sacks for a big man. I'm going to say no, but I, I hope he gets to two and there's a moment where Talk he's about coming this. around the corner and let's just say Bud Dupree is on the other side and they both get there. Does Bud Dupree let up and let Calais or just say Derek Carr happens to slip down and then it's a mad race for defensive linemen to run over there and right. touch the quarterback first? 
does somebody let Calais get the half a sack, or does everybody know it? Or it's like, man, the hell with Calais. This guy's been playing forever. He's a hundred sack club. Yep, he has, yep, he got a yep. number going on. <laughs> I got to get my numbers up. I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I don't know if he gets that. I hope he does. He does the dirty bird. He's trying to teach it to the young guys, so it could be fun. So much at play here. First of all, both teams desperately need to win. Yes. So it's not one of those games where it's Detroit versus Minnesota, and they're really neither team has anything really to go for here. This is where Calais, before the game, goes up to Eric McCoy and Cesar Ruiz and Landon Young. The to Saint, the offensive line. The Saints offensive line. It just lets them know. <laughs> Notify. says, oh, see this patch? No. I'm a Walter Payton man of the year, okay? <laughs> I'm, one of the, I'm one of the good guys. You don't have to let me do anything. I'm just letting you know two and a half sacks gets me and my family a lot of money. Like, just letting you know Could you I'm do one of the good maybe guys. Maybe I'll make it worth your while. I'm just saying. You know what I'm I mean? Third and you know. one, if you happen to come my way, it There's might. There's vacations that are, I'm, I don't know what to say. That's what you do. You offer to put them in it. And I'll, you probably should go to Derek Carr too, Peter, right? <laughs> That's it. I mean, like, never mind him. He's going to be the victim here. What do you think, Jamie? Are there ever opposite incentives where, like, Derek Carr, you shouldn't get sacked more than 10 times in a season or else you're docked money? Because <laughs> does that ever happen? Yeah. I'm not signing so. that contract. You're not docked. That's true. <laughs> I, listen, I hope he does. if I the hope Saints are way up and he's got two, Derek Carr, everybody loves Calais Campbell. If you're up and you're out there just playing the clock out, just go over and slide right next. He's the biggest guy in the field. You can't miss him. He's got the deepest voice. You're going to make him a half a million dollars. Derek Carr, you're a great guy. I think you should do it. We'll track these this weekend. This will be see him. Let's go. Who's going to be beating the pinata and winning in Colts Texans? Let's do another round of Mad Minute. Right. Oh. Uh, you've got CJ Stroud. You've got. Gardner Minshew. Jason, what are you watching for in this game? You just said it. I'm looking at the two quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Gardner Minshew. I want to see what these guys are able to do. There's a huge moment. C.J. Stroud is only a rookie. And we think about the beginning of the season. Who would have thought that we'd be here in week 18 and have an opportunity to win the division, both the Houston Texans mm -hmm. and the Indianapolis Colts, led by Gardner Minshew, of all people. I'm excited for both of these young guys, well, Young and C.J. Stroud and Minshew. A veteran. I'm excited for both of them. Peter, who's your favorite player on the Colts defense you've been hyping? Zaire like? Franklin. Zaire, Zaire Franklin. Franklin. Uh, we all have our guys. Jason is a huge Jesse Bates guy on the Falcons. Uh, Peter loves Zaire Franklin. Zaire Franklin is the guy who's leading the NFL in tackles. He's unbelievable. It's not who I would want to see if I was a young quarterback playing my biggest game of my career. We're all kind of on the Texans. Watch out mm. for the Colts, especially their defense. I, I mentioned this fact earlier in the week, and the, the awful announcing website ran with well, it. The Texans oh, have yeah. only yeah, played at that. 1 o'clock Eastern. That's the only time they've played. They've played 17 weeks. They've only played at 1 p.m. windows. Prime time. There is a chance that C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson Jr. both have big games and come away as the offensive and defensive wow. rookies. Yeah. Peter, I got Michael? a little defensive when I saw that tweet from Awful Announcing, but they credited you in the oh, article. I read it. I read it. I went and I was like, don't do that to our guy. Dove, Kleiman, Ari, Mirov, please. Feel free to credit exactly. me as well. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the Rams taking on the 49ers. It's an epic quarterback bowl that we are so much looking forward to. It's Wentz. It's Darnold. Kyle, where do you go? I'm fascinated by the Wentz, and we've had all the jokes, and we're amused, and we have a long history with Carson mm -hmm. Wentz. All very positive. I think McVay probably loves Wentz and probably loves the talents of Wentz and the future of Wentz. If he comes out in this game and plays really, really well, everything is in play. I don't know how long Matthew Stafford is for this world. I don't, I don't know what he – I just want to see Carson Wentz. And I know McVay loves quarterbacks and loves talent. He could have brought in anybody. He brought in him. I want to see how he plays. I just mentioned uh, offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. If they win, he's the guy. Mm -hmm. Puka Nakua is four catches and mm -hmm. 30 yards short of breaking the single-season rookie record catch – record and the single season rookie receiving yards record. Mm. We're talking shovel passes. We're talking screens. Peter, when you tweeted about that yesterday, I really yeah. pay attention to your tweets. Jason, I want to hear your take. No, you, you came, you came up game. with the plan for McVay on how to get him to break the rookie record. Shovel pass, eat, shovel that shovel food pass. down your throat. <laughs>
<laughs> Next up, Eagles face the Giants at MetLife. The Eagles are currently the fifth seed in the NFC. With the Dallas loss and a win on Sunday, they can move up to the two seed, actually, Peter. I mentioned Dom DeSandro, and I mentioned that because the Eagles haven't done anything of note since Dom was eliminated yeah. from the sidelines. Big Dom, Peter. Let's give him his proper name. Big Dom. Big Dom. Okay. Half of it's kidding, half of it's serious. Like, the mojo's been gone, and mm. it's not because of Big Dom, but that Niners game seemed to suck the life out of the Eagles, and you thought maybe the win against the Giants on Christmas, that... And they lost to the Cardinals. I think it's an important game. I think that the, the Giants might be playing for nothing, whatever it is. Go and put up some points and show a defensive effort. At least you have something to spring off of for the playoffs. So much has happened. They went to escape room. A.J. Brown took them. Then he talked to the media. Let's see if the escape room, if they bonded, they've come together. Matt Patricia's running the defense. There's so many things going on with this Philadelphia Eagles team. Said it last week. All right, they're going against the Cardinals. Time for the veterans to step up and win a game. They didn't do it last week. It's hard to, as the season continues, as the finale's here, why do we think all of a sudden Eagles are going to just put it all together? I'm excited to see what they're able to do. Giants team is only about playing spoilers. I'm going to do it right now. I'm already predicting the Eagles are going to win in the wild card round. I'll do it right now. I think they're going to get in. I think they're going to win. Something needs to wake this team up. I don't think it's the thematic nights. I don't think it's any kind of speech. I think there's going to be something with a team that this many veterans, when they get to the playoffs, they're going to wake up. I don't care who they're playing. I predict the Eagles will win next week. They'll take care of business in this game, and they will win the wild card round. We love a little thing we can clip off and use for later. Very good. There you go. And there's cake in front of me while they do it. I'm going to give you this, but also, Kyle, that's a chance that they get the seven seed, which means they would go to to Dallas. Are you still standing behind that? I predict the Eagles will win in the wild card. Okay. Yes, right. I do. Right. Doesn't matter. Um, I, I don't care nothing. if they play the 85 right. Bears. They're they winning the, the weakness. All right, last one for the round. The Bills take on the Dolphins. Winner takes the AFC East title. Dolphins could go from two to six. Bills could go from two to out. There's a lot of different options here. Tua, what's up? You showing up for what's this up, one? Tua? Josh Allen has balled out against the Miami Dolphins. I think it's multiple touchdowns for his career when he's playing against the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tungvalu invited to the Pro Bowl this season, having one hell of a year, healthy the entire year. He needs to go out there and have one heck of a performance against Josh Allen because that's what everybody's talking about the week leading up to this game. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, and the surging Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins. I'm predicting him to win this game. You're Mr. Tua. Mr. Tua. Love my guy. I love Jason's take on Tua. Is anybody on the Dolphins going to be able to play enough defense? Mm-hmm. Your, your defensive coordinator is up there talking like a Paul Bunyan is coming in, and I think he's right. They lost those that Chubb and Phillips. It kills them. Anybody's going to play defense and can tackle Josh Allen. We've been talking this game for five days, and now we're almost at the end of our Friday show. I'll say this. If the Steelers win and the Jaguars win, the Bills will have a situation where they can win and win the division or be home and with us watching on the couch on Monday. Very fascinating. Mm. Josh Allen, legacy stuff. Mm. Go get this win. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. We'll solve it back here on Good Morning Football. And want even more NFL action this season? Yeah, of course you do. What kind of question is that? Get access to NFL Plus Premium and stream live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, game replays, and so much more all in one place. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. 
Now on to the news and the Bills and Dolphins wrap up week 18 on Sunday night with the AFC East title on the line. Of course, Josh Allen, as we've seen him, is 10-2 and in his career against Miami. Dolphins defensive coordinator Vic Fangio knows they'll have their hands full trying to stop Allen. Allen's just a beast of a guy, a physical specimen, you know, like John Elway was in the mid-80s to the mid-90s. This guy is the new John Elway on steroids. And I don't mean he's taking steroids. He's just bigger, faster, cannon for an arm, tough. He's a dude. Yes, he is. We know what you meant, Coach. Don't sweat it. Meanwhile, Justin Fields and the Bears can help play spoiler to the Packers' playoff chances with the win in Green Bay. Justin Fields has yet to beat the Packers during his career, but he knows a win at Lambeau will be big for him and devastating to Packers fans. I think it'd mean a lot to uh, the team, the fans, the city. I think it'd be great. You know, we know that Green Bay's playing for a lot at stake. They're playing for a playoff spot right now. So I just think with, you know, kind of all that on the table, I think, you know, it'd be great, a great feeling to, you know, end the season off with a win in Lambeau. It'll be a fun environment to walk into, you know, their home field. Uh, I know their fans going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great environment to us for us to play in. And, uh, you know, hopefully we have a great game and get the double on Sunday. I'm tired of talking about Justin Fields. I want to talk to him. Justin, it doesn't matter what I want to happen with you, what any of us want, what anybody watching wants. Right now, it doesn't even matter what the Bears want. It matters what you want. I think you want to be a Chicago Bear for life. So do it. Get it. Grab it this weekend. It's right there. I am sick of reading about your landing spots. You could be a Raider. You could be a Falcon. To hell with that. You are an effing Chicago Bear, homegrown. There is no landing spot because you're not leaving. Not if you win Sunday against that team in that town. Something you understood way back in your very first ever mic'd up moment as a Bear. You got it. Who, who's your center of Ohio State? Josh Myers. What year was he? He's a, he's a senior. He was, did he get drafted? To the wrong team. Who's that? Oh, yeah. Well, we're happy for him on draft day. Then after that, he can become our enemy. Bears fans loved it. Here's the problem. Josh Myers has been to the playoffs, and he's never lost to you. He got drafted by the right team, the team that you play this weekend. I think it's the biggest game of your life. I think it is a bigger game for the Bears than it is for the Packers. Green Bay wins. It determines their next few weeks. Chicago wins. It determines their next few years. You win. It determines your entire career. Justin, that team that traded up to draft you is going to grab some college kid to replace you. Doesn't that piss you off? Play like it. For a guy who usually says nothing, it is time to scream something. I am your quarterback. I am your leader. I am your present. I am your future. Take those draft picks and shove them or save them or trade them, but you're going to need them to build me an army so I can bring you a Super Bowl for the first time in almost 40 years, so I can give you a real franchise quarterback for the first time in over 100 years. Now, you go up there and you lose again, how can the Bears keep you? But you go burn Lambeau down, how can they not? Great moments are born from great opportunity. You can end two evils in one game the Green Bay Packers season, and the Justin Fields debate. Keep him, help him, pay him, crown him. Justin, this is not your last game as a Bears player. It's your first game as a Bears legend. Woo! Strength and honor, you unleash hell. You got it? Let's go! Let's go! 
speaking of CD, is it safe to assume that you think he's become an only receiver in this league? Just scan the camera or what? <laughs> See if you guys remember the show. I mean, yeah, I mean what the hell? Are you serious? <laughs> I thought one of those cameras would come up and hit me in the face. Yeah. Yes, I'd say CD's an elite receiver. Yes. Okay, so Mike McCarthy is a firm believer that C.D. Lamb is one of the NFL's elite. Uh, it always begs the question, Joe Flacco might be the originator of this question, who went from very good to elite this season, Jason? For I'm going to say with the DBs, you know how I love my guys on defense. I'm going with Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson. He has been elite this year, and it's so fun because he's in a contract year, and he said all along he wanted to remain a Chicago Bear, and he was hoping going into the season that he would get a contract from the Bears. They didn't give him one. He talked about the end of the season. I'm so happy I didn't get that contract because now I'm worth a lot more money. So it's going to be exciting to see what the offseason brings for him. First time in the Pro Bowl, four interceptions. Dude has been amazing this year for this Bears defense. Yeah. Following number one receivers, locking them up. Jalen Johnson was a good player. Jumped to the elite status this year you, with his play. You know who should give him a call? Roquan Smith, who also didn't get paid by the Bears, uh, also got uh, traded, mm. got a new deal. Uh, Roquan went from very good with the Bears always. And yep. for the Ravens last year, to be one of the best linebackers in all of football this year. I think Roquan is the leader of that defense. He wears that number zero. You see him, you can't miss him. They are loaded at all three levels. We love what they have on the defensive line, and Jadavian Clowney and Matabuke, those guys are all over the place. Linebackers, Roquan, Queen, Van Noy, and then one of the best defensive backfields in the game. But I think Roquan's the guy who stirs the drink. And to do it in that city, mm -hmm. that city where Ray Lewis did all his things at the middle linebacker spot, I'm going to say Roquan Smith, one of the elite players in the NFL, and he did it this year. It's a very good choice. I'll give you guys a blind item. Ooh. This wide receiver saw the list of pro bowlers at his position, which he was not on, and said, I am hot about it. Does anybody know who it is? Amara. It's Amon Ross. Ooh, Jason nice. are so good at all the nice. things. Jason's so talented. He is. Amon Ross St. Brown became a number one, number one, number one wide receiver statistically, uh, emotionally, thematically. He did not make the Pro Bowl. He was one of these guys, also like DJ Moore, yeah. who was not happy about it. Now, if you look at the NFC Pro Bowlers, as Amon Ra did, he said, great receivers, but you got a rookie up there in Puka. You got A.J. Brown, who I don't think played his best down the stretch. You got a couple other guys who deserve it. Amon Ross St. Brown, Mr. Automatic in the Lions, defense, Lions offense. There are some huge plays to be made for the Lions the next few weeks. Best believe number 14 will be making them. He's awesome. You know what else is an automatic? Because Amon Ross St. Brown can do this. He can list off all the wide receivers that were drafted yep. before yeah, him, right? And then guys. Kyle Hamilton can do that in yeah. the Ravens secondary as well. I just saw that tweet. So if you want to have a, a memorable social media moment, just list off all the guys that wronged by they you. both wear 14. Yeah, Mine is Josh Allen, period. And I'm not going to do that thing where people say, oh, he plays for this team. It's the linebacker, and uh, he was great this season, linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm not going, someone tried to sell me on Josh Allen, the quarterback. No, the, when you go to quarterback and the word elite, things get very dicey. I thought Josh Allen had a great year on a really challenging year for the Jaguars. Things were wonky at times. They're high expectations, weird division. Are we going to see him in January? But Josh Allen looked great. He actually opted out of an OTA last spring because he wanted to get his mind and his body right, and he came back, and he has been fantastic. And I think Josh Allen has put a, stuck his name on it in his position. All right, should we finish the week out with the I game? think we should. I love it. we got right. big games. Let's go. Randomizer time. Can okay. I pick it? Look how big it is. Damn. Roll it. I know. <laughs> you have to back up just to look at it. Jeez, Peter, you get to go first. All right, usually we're in New York City. We're in Mount Laurel. Yep. We have a lot of more space here. So this is like a basketball court. I'm going to do a little crossover. Oh. I'm going to come over here to the low post, a little trap. Oh. Yeah. Stop! 
Okay. All right. Okay. Peter. We've done so much great content about these guys. I don't think LaFleur's losing again in a big game here Ooh. at home. This could be colossal, colossal stuff if they lose twice in a row in week 18 with a playoff spot on the line. I think they find a way. I think Jordan Love outdoes Justin Fields. I'm going the Packers in this game. Oh, I like that. Peter went back here. He made moves. He went to the low post. I'm in and out through the legs. Has he behind the back? Filet, stop. Oh. That's, that's a big dog. That's a big dog. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. This is the game of the week. We got the Buffalo Bills. They're surging all this down the third. The Miami Dolphins, so many injuries. Are they going to be able to show up? I'm rolling with the Miami. Oh! And getting the victory to a Tonga Vailoa shows up, and there's a guy on defense that's going to step up and make plays. I'll tell you about him when we come back on Monday. Oh. Okay, Kyle. All right. What's your move? I'm going to do a mid-range jump shot. Shades of, uh, I don't know, B.J. Armstrong. Wow. Blah, 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 blah. Stop! Rams. All right, I got Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. All right. Tell us how you feel about it. Rams, Rams, Rams. Peter, is Puka going to play? Yeah. He's incentives? Yeah. Wentz to Nakua. Wentz yeah. to Nakua. Rams win. Niners get him in the playoffs. And Nakua to the bench. Roll it. Nakua to the bench. Roll it. Baseline jumper. Baseline jumper. Oh, Over baseline Kyle. jumper. Stop! I'm going with the Texans. Uh, I love this experience for C.J. Stroud. I think he locks up Offensive Rookie of the Year. Colts, it's been fun, but I'm going with Texans, making it for the AFC South. Bye. Have a great weekend and the finality of the 2020 Mount Laurel, the gateway season. to Trenton. Yeah. Enjoy the football. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.